the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Looking this time at the week of January 10th until 14th and what a busy week it's been. In real time, we just lost Ronnie Spector, the voice that cut through Phil Spector's wall of sound. More on that in a few minutes. As well, in 2016, this week we said goodbye to David Bowie and indecipherable lyrics bringing on an FBI investigation this week in 1964. All of that to come over the next few minutes. We'll start, though, in 1956, when Elvis Presley made his first recordings for RCA Records in Nashville. Heartbreak Hotel, one of the first songs he ever recorded, this week back in 1956, the same day that Uber Elvis fan David Bowie died. Another famous death for you, this time 2013. If I said Funky Claude, mean anything to you? Claude Nobbs, the founder and general manager of the Montreux Jazz Festival. He died this week back in 2013, aged 76. Sharing his appreciation of Claude Nobbs, it's Roger Glover of Deep Purple. The true nature of Claude, which is just very generous with his time caring and concerned about other people more than himself. I mean, the fire was raging and he was worried about us. You know, was... And every time we've done Montreux ever since, Claude's been, you know, the presence, the huge presence and like an old friend. So it is very strange to be here without him. He was a lovely man. We lost David Bowie this week back in 2013. One time, his musical director was a guy called Jerry Leonard from Clontarf. He was in total shock the day Bowie died. It was almost like I couldn't take it in, you know. Um, the odd thing is, uh, we just did this, I just took part of this Dublin Bowie Festival over the weekend, mm. and I played him a solo show last night. And I played Loving the Alien, which was a song that I did with him in Carnegie Hall, and yeah. we ended up doing it as a duo. And uh, to hear the news this morning, was it was just, uh, I'm still kind of reeling from it. This week back in 1964, the song Louie Louie by the Kingsman was number one on the US charts. But did you know that it once had its own FBI investigation? Why? Well, nobody understood any of the words, and therefore it could contain naughty words. The FBI investigated, but found nothing to be wrong. Hey, It was this week back in 1967 that the Jimi Hendrix Experience recorded Purple Haze at Delane Lee Studios in London. Here's how Jimmy's production team remember that going. We started off, the first studio we went in with Jimmy was Delane Lee, which was a small studio in Holborn with a bank above it and had one of the first computerised systems and every time we started playing in there, we had trouble with the computers in the bank so we had to find somewhere else where it could make a noise. We started working very early, I think in January of 67, the first track we worked on was uh, Purple Haze. Yeah, the great asset of Olympic was it seems as if you could play louder than other studios had been in. Uh, it had a big studio floor. It was a, it was it was a little cinema. It was this week back in 1977 that EMI Records issued a statement to say, "Right, we're done. Sex Pistols and us no more." Former press officer at EMI is Tom Nolan. I've I've rung up to complain about the Sex Pistols. This kind of voice, these disgusting young people are absolutely horrible. How can anybody sign something like that? It's absolute disgrace. It's not even as if they're clever. 
I found that annoying that she said it's not even as if they're clever. I said, well, why should they be? I said, actually, if you listen to those lyrics, they are quite clever. It's artistic. She said, no, it's not. They're not in um, equity. I'm in equity and I'm going to get all my members. I said, well, they're probably not even, the mus even in the Musicians' Union, but it doesn't matter. It's 2013 again and the 1974 Rolls-Royce Silver Shadow that once belonged to Freddie Mercury until his death in November 1991 sold at auction for £74,000, a Russian businessman buying it. Jim Beach of Queen remembers Freddie getting that roller and loving it. It was a freezing cold day and we were all there and Freddie upstaged everybody by arriving in his brand new roller, which we also felt he couldn't probably afford. Freddie insisted that we sign the contracts, all of us together, in the back of his roller because this was the first roles he'd ever owned. It was this week, literally this week, that the world said goodbye to the brilliant Ronnie Spector, the voice that cut through the wall of sound built by her former husband, Phil Spector. Just like we're You know, the Eddie Money song that got me back as far as the public was concerned. And I would do shows with Eddie, and then we would do TV shows too. But, you know, because I couldn't sing my hits, I had to sing sort of in the background. I still love the song. This week in 1968, Johnny Cash recorded the famous live album at Folsom Prison. 2,000 inmates in the Californian jail loving a little Johnny. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. More Elvis stuff this time in 1969 when he recorded his last US number one single. The song was Suspicious Minds and love to hear this sort of stuff. Elvis messing up. Would I still see CC you rider? This week in 1984, Frankie goes to Hollywood, bring out a song called Relax. The BBC and more so their radio division decide this needs to be banned. It's disgusting. Relax, don't you ask when you wanna come. 1967, 25,000 people turn up to a human being a gathering of tribes at San Francisco's Golden Gate Park. The Summer of Love. Turn on, tune in, drop out. For this crowd of hip young Americans, these six words are shorthand for an electrifying experience most of them know well, an experience called the trip. The trip is a drug-induced mental explosion that has changed their whole way of looking at the world. But for many other Americans, the six words stand for something else, controversy, crime and terror. Turning on, tuning in and dropping out is what happens to you when you take a dose of the strange new drug called LSD. And this week, finally then, in 1996, when Oasis go top of the UK album charts with What's the Story Morning Glory. Of course, you and I will remember that time, that mid-90s, as a big battle of the bands of the Britpop era. Oasis didn't necessarily see it that way. It's not a battle of the bands, though, is it? Battle of the press. It's a battle of the press, yeah. It's all a press thing again. I mean, we, we, we didn't start as bands to get into competition with some other band. We started this band to be Oasis, to be what we want it to be. Don't like Blue at all. Oasis should have won. Part of the hype machine, you know. I think Sticks and Stones should have been involved instead of words. I think it's a load of rubbish, really. Just a load of hype. The kids know. 
They always know. And that is a look at the week that was January 10th until 14th in music history. My name is Marty Miller. Thanks for checking out our podcast. Have a great week.